Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Seven minutes after 12. It is Travel Talk. Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel. Ten locations around town. Glenelg and Modbury both open today. Always online at pht.com.au. You can always check out the social media channels. He doesn't need an introduction. He's been here for the last half hour. <laughs> Helping us out on the Sunday roast. Phil Hoffman, good afternoon. Afternoon, Leith. You know, it's good to be here. I, I, I feel like, you know, I'm sort of coming playing my first game for the season. You know, having <laughs> been right. out... Uh, the roast you know, is like the pre-season. Yeah, now the siren's abs- gone. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome back too, thank, we should Thank say. you very much. Yeah. A good trip away? I did. I uh, flew with do Emirates Airlines uh, uh, through Dubai to New York. Often people say, Phil, why are you doing it that way? Well, you know, I just love flying Emirates, mm. but I love going through that way because the service is so good and, the, and on the 777 and then the A380 into New York was fantastic. But we were there for the christening of a new ship called, a super yacht called Scenic Eclipse. And I've got to say, it's, uh, <laughs> it's space-age stuff as far as a ship is concerned or a yacht is concerned. Um, it's 228 passengers, 114 suites, uh, all with balconies, two helicopters. You described uh, it to us yesterday as James Bond-esque. Absolutely, yeah. yeah you, you, you'd feel like you did, you, mm. you know, exactly. With Helen Murren doing the, uh, you know, the <laughs> being the Mirren, godmother choppers, and yeah, choppers. It had it had it all there. But uh, this has been in in uh, the sort of working for about four years to come out, and it was delayed a year, but uh, because of uh, it was being built in Croatia, and they had a year there because the shipyard went into uh, uh, receivership, and so he had to sort of pay off the workers and yep. finish the finish the job <laughs> and get it. But just actually sit in the water, and as I say, every. Everything on it, nine restaurants on board, uh, beautiful lounges throughout. Uh, it just had everything. And, and it's going to be really circling the world, going to some of the great destinations of the world, the Antarctica, the Arctic. Um, it'll do the Northwest Passage and uh, so many other different destinations. But to sail out of it, uh, out of New York, mm. was special. Uh, all the choppers, Channel 9 was above us the whole time as, as the ceremony was on, but also as we sailed out because they were relaying it back uh, to, uh, to Channel 9 here yep. in um, in in uh, Australia, uh, and it was on the breakfast show, so it was a getting great coverage to see that. I saw and Steve Jacobs talking to Helen Mirren, and he and he was on board yep. for quite a few days, coming down from uh, Reykjavik down to I think he got on in Halifax and had four days on it, and then talking about it and doing the broadcast and talking to Helen Mirren and that. But so I was getting all these text messages saying, "Where where are you? Where are we looking for you?" <laughs> Get on TV. Uh, we were still on the terminal side at, at that stage, and then we boarded it then and then. But to sail past you know, um, yeah, the Statue of Liberty, and go out there, yep. and, and then the choppers over filming us. It was, yeah, it, was, it felt like James Bond sort of thing. Nope. But to see these choppers on board, and the state of art of these choppers, and then to see the submarine when we got up like, up to Morley, <laughs> yeah, out of Boston, and that, and uh, How many fit in the submarine. Sorry? How many fit? Is that uh, like a tender? Could, uh, yeah, they can... Uh, they, no, 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 very small. Okay. You can fit about six people in the okay. in the, in the submarine, uh, five on the helicopters yep. uh, each, etc. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a very specky yacht. And I can remember seeing the first drawings of of this ship and I'm going, oh, yeah, sure, yep. you know, this is James Bond, so this is not going to happen. And yes, it is. <laughs> and, and, and now we're seeing a lot of the other cruise ships, you know. And, we, and it, the, at the end of the day, we were all talking about you know, how we'd define it. And we, mm. we said... 
it's where luxury meets discovery. So I think it's, you know, you discover the world on a, on a luxury yacht uh, and you walk around and you feel like it's yours. So mm. if you could imagine a billionaire building a yacht like this and you're, and then suddenly you can have it for so many days while you cruise because you do feel like it's yours mm. because everything's inclusive on it. You can go up into the bridge and sit and talk to the captain and so yep. you're sort of part of the whole experience. So it's really well done. How many whiskies? hundred different brands of whiskies wow. on, on, on this one wall there on the lounge, uh, the main lounge there. And, and I'm not a whiskey drinker, but uh, my wife is, and she sampled <laughs> a few. A few off. She sampled a few <laughs> and slept very well each night after the sampling. Well, but no, every, I mean, you know, a lot of people do love whiskies. It's a bit like gin now. It's come, you know, back in vogue in terms of trying the different sort of uh, whiskies around the world. So, yeah, so it was, uh, it was a great experience. And then we flew home again out of Toronto yep. with uh, uh, Emirates. Um, we went to Toronto to uh, Dubai. We had 14 hours in Dubai. And we've got a friend there that works there and lives there with her husband. And um, and so we went and had lunch with them. We went out uh, shopping. We went had a swim. We had dinner with them and then went to the Back airport on. about uh, yeah, 11.30, got on the you know 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. flight and arrived back yeah, in Adelaide on Tuesday that. night. So, you know, it's and, and it was so comfortable. Not that we need any excuse to talk about <laughs> it, but give us a line or two about... Oh, it is the greatest city in the world. It is, it is. And, and you've got to visit at least once. Yeah, and, and you walk down, you know, Fifth Avenue, yeah. uh, the, the Avenue of the Americas, yeah. uh, go Central Park. This yeah. time last week, uh, we were in Central Park. Uh, sorry, yeah, the week before, in Central Park, walking around and just seeing the hundreds that were, well, thousands that were there because yeah. every, there was a, a, you know, a charity walk and yeah. a run. Uh, we had a ride on one of the bikes there coming back. We went and saw John Lennon's place and, you know, where the assassination story yep. and and you just you know you walk around New York and you feel very safe. We walked from uh, our hotel uh, in Central Park yep. down to um, the main area, the uh, theatres yes. uh, and uh, Times Square, and you feel very safe mm. because there's always volume and everything's lit up. But uh, so I just love and we went to a little place for a. a and I love the service you get in New York. You know, people talk about service. You know, the Americans know how to do it. And I know, you know, some of them are working towards the tip and all that. Yep. But it, but it's still great service, you know. You started the hotel right on 72nd there, like right on the edge of the... Plaza yeah, Hotel, yeah, uh, which nice. oh, I spoiled my wife. It was her 70th birthday, so it was Very part of a good. part of a present. And uh, nothing. And, and I believed Helen Mirren was there, oh. and it was also Fashion Week, Leith, so oh, wow. I felt a little bit out of it because <laughs> all these fancy dresses were in and out of the hotel. But yeah. uh, but but I say to everyone, you've got to have some time in New York and go to a show yep. and just walk New York. I mean, it's 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 still in those main uh, areas. It's yep. a walking city, oh. and uh, and then you can hop on and hop off. I love the taxi drivers. They've always got a story. We went to Grand Central Station there yep. uh, and uh, had our normal oysters there and etc. <laughs> but again, you know, you meet all the characters in those mm. places as well so that, uh, that work well there. Well renowned, that oyster bar. Well, yeah. it's, it's the oldest oyster bar in the world yep. and it's got 39 different mm. types of oysters. So uh, we tried a few. Well you know? done. God, I'm jealous. <laughs> and then, then, Leith, we one place that we don't often talk enough about, and that was Boston. Mm. Love Boston. Mm. It's got so much history there yep. and what's happened and the English influence there and that. But just a beautiful city, you know, and then it's got all the universities and mm. the colleges there. Uh, they, they were telling us that they've got... Uh, 
an average year, something like 170,000 students live in Boston mm. each year for uh, studies and that. And so uh, it's, it's got, got that university list. feel, yeah. but a great place. Love to go to Boston, go to Foxborough, watch the Patriots, go to the Cheers <laughs> Bar. I mean, there's so much to I do. I saw the Cheers Bar and, and, and so all those little you know, places. Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Eddie's Phil Hoffman is here, 19 minutes after 12. If you've got any travel questions or want to join in the conversation at any stage, you can do so. 8223 0000 is our number. If you really want to sneak into Phil Hoffman, you can do so today. Glenelg and Modbury both open and everything we discuss online at pht.com.au. We were just reminiscing about how good New York is, but let's talk about another place. Well, I think he lives there, you know, in this place. I think he's got a permanent residency over there by the sound of the number of trips he's done to Africa. Yeah, I know. Gee, Africa's uh, it's so popular too. It isn't is. It's one of those. It is very. We, and I know bucket list gets thrown around a lot that term, but it's one of those ones. If you can, we love Monato here and what's going to happen in the new hotel and all the rest of it. Fantastic. When I read that this morning yep. and yesterday as well in the Sunday Mail and the advertiser, but uh, I think that's fantastic. And that just gives you a taste of what that's when you go and see that the real yeah, McCoy. Right. So joining us from the Africa Safari Co, Julian Insel joins us. Jules, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leif. Good afternoon, Phil. Hi, Welcome Jules. Back, Phil. Thank you, thank you. And and have you been away to that favourite destination of yours? Yeah, so I was on air uh, not too long ago with Alan, actually, and uh, Krista. Uh, that was last month. Right. Uh, so I just got back uh, at the end of July, actually, start of August, and then uh, I'm heading back again in about another four weeks. So that will nice. be uh, trip number 18. I always know when you've been to Africa because <laughs> all my staff get restless, Jules, you know, because... Yeah, I know. You, you, you know, especially <laughs> some people like uh, Michelle and uh, Krista, you know, the moment you start talking about some of the animals, you know, the big five, they're all going, we've got to go back, we've got to go, we've yeah. got to go. Africa, you know, and and I know that um, uh, that uh, Michelle had been, and again, yeah. she just loved, you know, the deficit. And I, it's one of my favourites as well because I think it just is special to see the wild animals, the animals Absolutely. in the in the wild, uh, and the and the lifestyle there of Africa, you know, and, and what's what it's all about. Yeah, well, that's right too. Like uh, when we were talking with Krista there last month, uh, she's determined to get her name christened on something, and <laughs> I promised that we would be adding a safari vehicle named in her honour. She needs to physically go there, so we work on the theory. So she's a very determined lady on that, you know. Uh, Jules, just describe to us, you know, what it's like, uh, you know, doing a, a safari in Africa on one of your tours. Mm. Well, the, the thing that I like to get, you know, when I'm explaining this to you know, your consultants and at your expos in the past is uh, asking the asking the, the question on the on the finding uh, that you know, what is it that you really wanted to get out of Africa? So because it's such a big place and you look at a map and where do you start? So always you know, working with the consultant on the idea of yep, we've always wanted to see Cape Town. Uh, we want to do safari somewhere. Yes, we want to see Victoria Falls. So just logistically putting it together is always just the, one of the best things that you can do is just to work it out on a map and then considering, oh, some, that might be too far, we'll do that next trip. So it's just really, yeah, just trying to put it all together uh, and, and using a map is a really good starting point. And, and on a day, you know, going out each day, because often people oh, don't understand yeah, well. that, you know, what, how different it is to an ordinary tour because, you know, you, you sort of start very early, but also you're going yes, out really. later in the afternoon. But, but, you know, there's some great times when that's when you see, you know, the animals are best times. 
Yeah, well, that's right. So, like, the typical morning safari, you, know, you, you could get a wake-up call as early as, you know, 4, 4.30am. <laughs> Your eyes rolling there, I can see that. No, no, no. Uh, well, Leith does it, you know, most uh, weekends. every so, weekend, mate. Yeah, he, he's, he's used to it, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, typically, you need to get up that early because the animals are still nocturnal, particularly your cats. So, you, you're wanting to capture their day. So, you're going out while that sun's rising and... It's the start of a new day in Africa. You don't know what you're going to see. Yep. Nothing's, you know, you can't predict anything. And I'm sure when you've been over there before, Phil, you yep. can relate to you don't know what's going to be next. You, you know, you've got pretty good chances of being in areas where you've got riverways and watering holes where you know you're going to get good activity. But just that thrill of safari. Yeah, I was, was going to say, when you say that, I think it's the thrill each morning uh, and night, evening, of going out and going, what are we going to see today? And just, yeah. you know, you, I reckon your, your eyes get honed, your hearing gets honed as you go out there because, you know, you're just out yeah. there wanting to spot. And and I love the way that, you know, your, your uh, guides just pick it up so quickly. They'll say, oh, see that dust over there? That's a herd of elephants. Yeah, I can't see anything at the moment other than a bit of dust, yeah. you know. And next minute, suddenly you've got a herd of elephants coming in towards you. Yeah, and like you'd be a glimpse in the distance, and it's the, the you can make make out the colour, and it'd be a line. Yeah, you just think, oh yeah. my god, how, how does this guy know this? But these guys, these trackers, a lot of them are probably born and bred in the bush. They know their animals back to front. They know the signals, the behavioural standards. So that guide, your driver, is the person that is you know your lifeline. They tell you everything, and yep. you'll have an, an amazing experience. And and Jules, so when you come back after the morning run, which is probably a couple of hours, then mm-hmm. you, you sit and have a lovely, I believe. You know, and I've done it. Uh, lovely <laughs> breakfast, and then yeah. and sort of really relax around, you know, your camp or, or wherever yeah. you're staying, uh, and then go back out again late afternoon. Yeah, that's right. So generally, like if you're in private reserves, say in the you know, the Kruger area, such as the Sabi Sands, or you're in uh, a beautiful lodge anywhere, really, uh, you get this window of downtime. So there's an opportunity to enjoy the lodge, siesta. There could be an optional activity like a nature walk. There yeah. could be close to a village, a school. You could be at Victoria Falls, for example, where you may get a chance to go into the into town. So you get this beautiful time off to enjoy where you are. I mean, you go out again in the afternoon and then you are talking on air before about whiskies uh, in New York, I think it was, uh, or on the ship. Um, we can hit you up with gin and tonics, Amarula, you name it, you know, gin. You can get so many different varieties in those lodges. <laughs> I wanted to just bring that up. You were talking about it earlier. Yeah, no, I know. And it's come a big thing with Aussies now, this gin business. And, you know, Ooh, I've had no, it out no. on safaris and, you know, <laughs> and, and sitting, you know, under the stars, you know, or twilight, it's yeah. just a, a beautiful time. Hey, yeah, gin. Sorry, yes. I was going to say, are you sort of pinching yourself in a way because most of us haven't not lived in civilization where, you know, we're, we're used to where you know, all of a sudden you're on the set of a, of a David Attenborough documentary or, you know, yes. like I imagine that's one of the real appeals for people too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just to be in the, you know, the bush, the middle of nowhere and uh, we would take it for granted in our backyard where, you know, kangaroos and you know, our, our, our wildlife is quite tame in, in relation to being over there that, you can't get out of your vehicle because there could be a leopard watching you or there could be a buffalo grazing and you just don't want to be on the ground at such. So, it's, yeah, just the thrill of actually being there is amazing. Jules, you know, I've had now, I think, three experiences in Africa and each time, <laughs> you know, you want to go back and see it again because, yeah. you know, it's... It, 
every time it's different, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, you just see also a little bit of like human nature come out with some of these uh, beasts, you know, like the elephants and that, and you know the way yeah. they look after the young and all that. I mean, right across the board. But but I've seen it in real life where they've been in the water and they're struggling, you know, and then you know a whole group of the elephants will just put their their uh, trunks under them and to lift them with them, give them buoyancy to get them on the other side or getting out of a mud pool or something. And you see that little thing, you go, well, how how good is that just to be there to see it, to witness it and that. And yeah. I can remember one day we are in a safari jeep and we'd pulled on the side and there was a whole herd of elephants going past us on this, you know, dirt road. And all of a sudden the guy just said, be very quiet, be very quiet. He said, uh, there are two elephant, male elephants coming along the side of the jeep. They'd got away from the, the herd and mm -hmm. coming past us, you know, and they were within metres of us, you know. And yeah. you go, wow, I hope they don't turn around and try to tip us over or anything like that. <laughs> but just to be there, you know, the thrill of that yeah. and everything else and to, and to spot, you know, the big five, etc. So I, I think that excitement yeah. all the time. I, I, just, I just love it. I mean, it's just something so different to get away from, you know, normal civilization and to be there and just the, the excitement and, and and when you're in groups of each, you know, when you've got a sort of a, a group of, say, 20 or 30, you're all in different vehicles and you come back, it's like, well, how many did you see? You know, what did you see? Mm -hmm. You know, and the yeah. exchange. That's what I love. And just understanding more of the wildlife. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't have uh, said it any better, really. And, you know, when you are out in these areas, you know, the more vehicles that are in these wilderness areas to find game is is is. Uh, is the better really because uh, you, you're on your own but sometimes you're in locations where the drivers all talk to each other they stop and what have you seen and it does make a massive difference so it's good that you can get in those smaller groups and go off of different tracks and hopefully get to see something that you always wanted to see so this coming tuesday at modbury yes. you yes. have a seminar that people can get along 6 p.m people need to register pht.com.au slash events what can we expect on tuesday jules uh, well, what I do, I've done quite a few of these. I just did uh, one recently in Victor Harbour, did one at Norwood as well. Uh, done them in the past at Glenelg too. So I do an introduction to Africa, explaining you know, the, the essential information about uh, going, if you're planning for the first time, you know, vaccinations and visas and uh, how to get there, of course, from Adelaide. And uh, then going through the destination, of course, where is everything? Uh, the styles of accommodation, the vehicles that you could be travelling in. But then also, more importantly, going through the options for how a client plans their safari. So I try to cover on a lot of information at the start, just so that they've got a clear indication as to, OK, what do we do next with PhD? How are we going to travel to Africa? Is it a group? Are we going to independently have it tailor-made? So doing it all ourselves. And then I go through the destination, all the major highlights, such as you know, Victoria Falls, Cape Town, uh, going through East Africa highlights, of course, where the gorillas are, the migration... And uh, yeah, generally an hour and a half. Awesome. And uh, normally that's and that's uh, curtailed too because as Bill knows, I can talk for hours. <laughs> Jules, thank you for that. Thanks yes. for coming on today on Sunday, Pleasure. and uh, no, we look forward no. to on Tuesday uh, yeah, at six pm at Modbury. And yep. uh, for listeners out there that want to know more about the African Safari Company and some of the specials, and I know there's a lot of special package available yes. offers available, then there's mm -hmm. a chance for them to come out, or if they go into our stores even today, we'd be able to tell them a lot of that information as well. But as I said, I know every time you're in the city or in Adelaide, uh, my staff get very excited because uh, they don't want to put the hand to go to Africa. But it's one of those yeah. destinations that, like uh, Lee said, you know, it's it's on. You've got to be on your bucket list because it is unique. And uh, so, yeah. Jules, I want to say thank you and uh, look forward oh, to seeing you on job. Tuesday. Absolutely, thanks, Bill. Thank okay, you. thanks, Jules. Thank you,
No there worries. you go. Julian Insall, Business Development Manager there for the Africa Safari Co. It's on my list. And he mentioned that there, I'd love to take the kids for a, you know, safari. I think that would be something that they'd take forever in oh, their absolutely. lives. But even, you know, the thing that attracts me to, going to a village or a school. Well, I was, I was just going to say, because, and especially if you can take your kids mm. at a fairly early age, yep. for them to appreciate what we really take for granted mm. here and for how little they have in some of these places, yep. but how happy the kids are to see you and show you their schoolroom and everything else. Yeah. And, and a lot of our operators that we use, Leith, you know, contribute to and we try then to help them as well to the building of the school and getting buying equipment and everything else and I know our Kenya operator Twiga Tours who I've been working with for probably 37 years uh, again support you know uh, these schools to, to give right. these kids an education and, and but just to walk into to the classroom and see the beaming faces and the beautiful white smiles and that uh, and I think it's good for your kids and I've often said that that I wish I'd taken some of mine earlier in their life because sometimes we take too much for granted. Oh, no doubt. I, I would think Africa would be great generational travel too. Absolutely. You know, mum yeah. and dad yeah, who well, retired and, and well, we've got a family. And we've got all. a family who've done about three of those with a, a multi-generational yep. and 14, 15 at a time and I'm not sure what Jo McLaren does but she bribes them every time that she's got to be the tour leader <laughs> and she loves going with them because again, they've contributed yep. a lot of their well uh, money to uh, help these schools and, and whether and, and orphanages they've been involved with so it's beautiful to see a family travel like that because I think it's everlasting memories that Mm. you have of your grandparents and and your own mum and dad taking you to these places How good is that? Uh, Julian Insull our guest 5AA Travel Talk Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel It costs no more to travel with the best Phil Hoffman is here from Phil Hoffman Travel funnily enough 24 minutes to 1 8223 0000 is our number we do need to let people know you talked about Scenic a little earlier there is an event coming up for that Absolutely a huge event on this uh, Thursday coming up where we're going to be sort of really showcasing all of Scenic because not only you know have they got the new ocean yacht, their yeah. super yacht they've also got all the river cruising and a lot of land tours as well that you know so they've got uh, and they're, they're a big operator but we've got the seminar coming up on Thursday down at uh, the um, Stanford. Stanford Grand Stanford Hotel Grand. Yep. starting at 9.30 and we'll be running through a whole range of all their programs uh, and how best to to do, do these and, and and as I said they're a big operator in Europe with their European river cruising uh, cruising in the um uh, I'm thinking also the Duro yep. in Spain and that and Portugal. Uh, they've got the combination. They've got right across the board in terms of Russia as well, uh, also Asia. Yeah. So we're going to be covering all of that and also a lot of their land tours. But we'll also be showcasing Scenic Eclipse and where it's going to be cruising uh, in the next two, two years. So so for people looking at 2020, 21, we'll have all the sort of uh, details for them to be able to have a look at that. And if you're thinking of doing any sort of uh, expedition cruising with uh, as far as Antarctica, Arctic, Northwest Passage, come along because uh, yeah. you know, you'll be able to hear all about what the scenic eclipse and where it's going and, and the dates and all that. Um, and it's, it's fabulous. Thursday, September 26th, this coming Thursday, 9.30, Stanford Grand Hotel there in the Bay. You can find out about the destinations, the products, the enriching experiences and the all-inclusive journeys. That will be a lot of fun. We'll get on to some of the airfares and some of the early birds in just one second. A couple of calls and emails coming through, though. Before we get to Cheryl Lee, this one is from Jamie. He says, hi, Phil and Leith. Wife 
wife and I are going to experience the Northern Lights 2021. How good's that? Yeah. For their 50th birthday celebrations. Uh, your thoughts, Phil, on the best way to do this? Uh, cruise, land or combo? A combo. A combo. Definitely going up cruising at that time in uh, January, so, February, March. So their birthdays are in late April. Is that a good time uh, for the lights? Yeah, just tail end of the lights, really. Okay. Tail end of the lights. Trying to sneak a bit but, earlier. Yeah, I reckon I'd go a bit earlier. And so go in March so you can you know really see them, guaranteed, yep. I, I think, in March. And then maybe have your celebrations back in London or in uh, Copenhagen or something like that for, for their birthdays if, because you could add on and do some land as well um, because you're certainly up in that area there and go to Lapland and that, etc. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I do a combo, but I'd go in, uh, try to go in, say, the uh, second or third last week in March to okay. make sure you get there. I mean, you could possibly see it in April, but no guarantees. It's always drifting towards the end of the new season. Sure. So you want to be there when they're on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go Port Adelaide, by the way. Too, yeah, too. I saw that. For that. Uh, this is from Lindy. She says, Phil, any cruise packages to the tennis in yes, 2020? 2020, we'll have packages there. And if they ring out any of our stores there, we'll have those uh, out there now coming out for 2020. And it's a great way of doing it, Leith, and you've done it, haven't you? No, sorry, you did the, did ra- the Melbourne Cup. Doing the Melbourne Cup. Oh. But, it's, but it's the similar sort of concept. Yep. Get on in Sydney, sail down a couple of days in the, in the tennis. Yep. And can I just say, the Australian Open is just a fabulous experience to, to be there for the Open and, and then have your accommodation yep. on the ship and then cruise back to Sydney. And and it's stress-free because you're there, you're in the port, they take you straight to the tennis room, in my case, the Melbourne Cup. You then get straight back. You get experts on the way down from Sydney, so you get to tick that box. You do the harbour, you do the, the bridge and the opera house, and then all of a sudden you're listening to, in this case, it'll be tennis greats. We've yeah. got racing yeah. greats. Yeah. You have a lot of fun on the ship. You get off, you have a couple of days yeah. in Melbourne. And, you accommodate. Oh. And, and, it's, and it's a very affordable way of doing it because yeah. can I tell you, when you try and do it on land with hotels, yeah. the rates just <laughs> through the roof. Yeah, it's a bit expensive. Yeah. Cheryl Lee's called in from Broad. Good view, Shirley. Good morning. Hi, Shirley. Hi. Um, Phil, I've got a husband who is disabled and he can't walk all that far. And every time I go to look at holidays, um, I look at that you need to walk. Um, I've even looked at this morning because he's into Formula One. Uh, Singapore going up there to the Formula One, which is on now up there, but next year. And I looked at, like, I thought, oh, the Fullerton Hotel, I'd be be able to get a balcony room, and they're all booked out. Yeah, I know, and and they they get booked out till years ahead too, Cheryl The other one you can do where you're very close to is uh, the Grand Prix in Monaco, you know, Monte Carlo uh, is another one with a cruise, uh, flying in there and doing the cruise, pick up the cruise, and that's Stays right in the area is virtually birth right in the where the cruise circuit where the uh, racing circuit is, but uh, yeah, I think with the, that sort of event, it's a bit harder, Shirley. But if you just want it for a holiday po- po- point of view, then you, you know that we've got Adelaide departures, so there's no flying for you. Then get a disabled cabin as well, or you know we can get you into Sydney or, or to you know into Asia as well and pick up a ship that does you know some nice itineraries there um, and get a disabled. Uh, cabin, so you've got more room for him with his uh, wheelchair, etc. So they, yeah. they certainly, you know, certainly cruising enables you to do a lot more sort of uh, uh, being able to enjoy enjoy the the, the cruise. Uh, maybe not always get off if you don't want to, which is, I think is lovely. You know, and um, and just uh, enjoy the, the the actual experience of being on board and seeing some of the destinations. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I thought of, you know, even going for a day trip down to the Antarctic and there's no, because obviously he has to have the leg room and... Yeah, no, well, that's, an, that's, that, that's another way and of seeing places like that. Out. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they they sell out, Shirley, very quickly. I mean, this is what yeah. people don't understand. When people are travelling, you know, nowadays the numbers are enormous. I I was uh, coming back on, um, uh, no, going on Friday at lunch morning, sorry, flight to Sydney, and I'd never see the airport so busy, but it was everyone going to the football. They yeah. all had their scarves on. They were going <laughs> over to sea for the weekend. Every flight I'm on at the moment, domestically and internationally, on the flight right through to New York, uh, Shirley, on um, Emirates, there wasn't a spare seat on the plane. Business class and... Uh, and economy completely full. So people are travelling um, and so you need to book ahead. But Shirley, if you wanted the experience of one of the trips like, say, to New Zealand or to South Pacific and all that, out of Adelaide, no no air. And so you just go down there, uh, wheelchair assistance on board and wheelchair on, on board, etc. Uh, and it makes it easier for you to be able to enjoy the cruise. Yeah, because I'd really like to go to Europe um, right. and nearly booked. I want to go to Denmark because we've got a family castle yeah, up sure. there and I want to see it. Yeah. Um, no, we, we can, Shirley, we can certainly you, look after you and, and get all the arrangements to make sure that from your side that we've got, you know, transfers arranged and everything else. And I always say to people, you know, if we know ahead and then we can plan it and help you do all the arrangements so that you know minimum amount of time from your side but from our side we make sure that all those transfers and everything else that's needed on something like that on a trip that's looked after and we can do that for you Good on you, Shirley. Thank you for that. Sneak into the local PHT or Broadview. So what are you talking, northern suburbs? Yeah, I'd be talking Modbury, go up to Modbury, or you can go into our Norwood office uh, from there as well and, as I say, talk to some of our experts there. And, you know, look, I, I've, I, you know, we've had people with, uh, you know, have had strokes and all yep. that that need wheelchair assistance. But, again, Leith, it's just telling us and so that we can do all the arrangements and make sure that the airline knows and yep. they, they cater for you as well, the cruise ship, the whole lot. And it's like the same with you know uh, people now with their different requirements for diets and all that you know long as we have it pre we can pre-book it in yep. they looked after it. it's when they tell us the last minute sometimes that can be lost in uh, you know communication and certainly don't let anything stop you no, from traveling no. do, do it while you can i know we love a saying on this show and i've got a new one i don't know if i've rolled this out with you but somebody i heard it somewhere and i thought you know what i'm going to use this on this show because it is so apt for this particular show and they said you know when you're about to pass you don't say to your family gee i wish i had more money you say gee i wish i had more time yeah and yep. that's what it's all about yep. you've got to use that time a- while you've got a- it absolutely you know and more and more when you see people uh, you know uh, that have had health problems that so early in their life you think yeah well none of us can afford none of us have a guarantee so we've just got to no. do it and use it the best time and one of the things that you know, has hit me now at uh, my age is the fact that uh, i want to take more of the kids on holidays that uh, you know with the grandchildren that mm. so that the, their memories of uh, their grandparents is going to be gee we went to so and so and gee we did this and gee we did that together because we're coming time poor and the moment the kids get you know your grandchildren I had breakfast with someone this morning because uh, they took me for Father's Day because they said well, you know we're trying to catch up with you and uh, I'm just sitting having breakfast with them and and, uh, and we you got a trip planned in a couple of years time to go to Disney with all of them yep. uh, but you, you know the excitement of that building up you know even though it's two years so I think I'm going to get caught with something in between but anyway <laughs> but no but it's about you know yeah. giving them memories and and also like you've done with your kids, you've you've made them global citizens, you know, very quickly in their life because they've got now.
our memories of yeah mm. their travels forever you know of things they've done yep. and they won't ever forget that you know you can give them money you can give them little items and etc forgotten in in you know 12 months mm. and etc you watch kids at christmas when they get all the, too many presents yep. you know whereas give them a trip they'll remember it for life Gee, what about that time Grandpa took us on the Matterhorn at Disneyland? That's what your kids will be saying. We're going to take a short break. We're going to try and fit uh, the rest of the show in 14 minutes. It's going to be a little tough ask, but we'll be back with Phil right after this. If you have a question, we'll sneak that in as well. 8223 By ship. By plane. By bus. By tuk-tuk. <laughs> Wherever you're travelling, make sure you check into 5AA's Travel Talk, thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel. Every Tuesday from 1.30, join Phil Hoffman Travel Experts for the best travel advice. Plus, the Hoffman Travel Team will be taking your calls in the Travel Lounge after the show from 2 o'clock. 5AA Travel Talk with Phil Hoffman Travel departs at 1.30 every Tuesday afternoon with me, Alan Hickey, on 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Watch Phil Hoffman be the roadrunner here and get as much as he possibly can <laughs> in the next 11 minutes. It is Travel Talk. And, and, and they watch me in the office now, or oh. they hear me, and they go, Phil, you didn't say to the script. And I say, oh, I tried. But I'm, looking, you know. <laughs> I'm looking at these. Is, uh, is Sarah like many? Are we going to get in trouble? Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Right. Around me. <laughs> Let's go through uh, some of the airfares because people will hang on every word well, in the early Can weeks. I say quickly that Emirates, Singapore and Cathay have got some terrific early bird airfares at the moment. Emirates in particular has got one that is called a companion sale fare in economy and business class and they've got to London 1269, they've got Barcelona 1229, Copenhagen 20, uh, 1249, Dublin 1209, Istanbul 12, one of my favourites 1229 um, and they have Milan 1239, Paris 1279, to Rome 1259. Terrific fares. Mm. And and Singapore is virtually nearly the same and so so is uh, Cathay when I've been comparing them. So, you know, it, again, it depends which way you want to go. If Cathay, you're going via Hong Kong. I know people are a little bit nervous about the, the you know, stopping over in Hong Kong, but we've had a lot of people come through and had no problems at all. Yep. Uh, Singapore flying out of Adelaide, Adelaide, Singapore, Singapore then on to Europe and Emirates, you know, via Dubai and stopping into Dubai, and I always love my stopovers in Dubai. But uh, all three are great airlines, so, you know, and being able to go out of Adelaide, you know, with the convenience, that is fantastic. So those early birds are out there. Um, Leith Trafalgar Tours yeah. has released their, you know, 20 program. But listen to this for an airfare. <laughs> I mean, this just blows it away that if you take a trip of 11 days or more, book by 31st of October, 699 return with Singapore Airlines or Qatar. and. Again, another two great airlines, Singapore out of Adelaide, Qatar out of Adelaide. Qatar has the A350, which I just love as, a, as an aircraft in travelling it. But that's 11 days more if you booked in Trafalgar. They're, they've been at the top there running uh, tours for as long as I've been in the game. Well, yeah, at least 40 years more and more. But, uh, you know, first-class accommodation, touring by first-class, air-conditioned motor coaches. You have a tour director, uh, sightseeing, array of optional uh, excursions, affording you to the opportunity to what suits you in many locations uh, be my guest dining experiences a highlight of many tours breakfast day and other meals uh, free wi-fi on board can i tell you that uh, you know i've been on insight with a uh, you know free wi-fi and, and others and and uh, one day uh, my ceo peter williams said oh yeah but it's slow though and i said peter it's about five times faster than ours <laughs> 
<laughs> back in Adelaide, you know. And I was, I was in, yeah. I was in Turkey, and you know, it was, it was fantastic. And it was over one of the final periods of football, and they were downloading the AFL game that was being played. But Trafalgar has a great reputation. But how's a, a six ninety nine fare? So when people say to me about fares, and I say, well, I don't think I've ever seen them. So they have so many great uh, tours it's that you can have a look at. Um, and one of the ones that's really taken off, really taken off, is Georgia and Armenia. Um, Eleven days, um, f- a very, very popular. This, this whole area is coming out, being very popular. So if people are looking at um, uh, Trafalgar, yep. yeah, come and see us. We've got the 2020 brochure. It's like an encyclopedia of tours. Um, you know, it's about 196 pages of information on their tours, and they have some beautiful tours. And if you've been to Europe once or England and that, UK, then you might look at what we call the regional tours and the specialist areas yep. and that. And that's what I love. There's always the one that you can add on, etc. Or, or you can put a couple of tours together. They actually had uh, a event during the week, the Downton Abbey Trafalgar. I missed it, which I felt un- you know unhappy about. Well, but, this uh, sounds but, a little yeah. in, and I do apologise. My mother attended oh, and, and went yeah. with a friend, and not only did they see a movie, but I think her friend also booked a Trafalgar tour. <laughs> so it was a win-win for everyone in the Abs- audience. Absolutely, you're getting those yeah. deals, yeah, and you got to see a good movie yeah, there no, as well. Great. We talk about gardening on, uh, well, the show before, Michael Keelan's weekend. You, you've combined the two, a little bit of uh, gardening yeah, yeah. and Cru- a tour. Yeah, cruising out of Sydney and doing Sydney, Hobart and Melbourne and doing, a, you know, seeing some really great gardens while on there with Cunard. And it's on Queen Elizabeth, which I did this year, just a you know, quick trip to Melbourne and back with uh, Cuna- uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, and it's Australian Garden Voyage, seven nights from the 1st to the 8th of March, 2021, so plenty of time to plan for yep. it. I might have to ask Michael whether he'd, uh, yeah. you know, sort of uh, maybe jump on that one yeah, because. That. And they have a look at this fair starting from 13.99. So it's mm-hmm. a one. And look, can I tell you, Cunard and and cruising is just synonymous yep. because really they've been there doing it so long. But the Cunard ship is a very. Um, what do you call it, uh, just very distinguished way of cruising without it being over the top. And look at the pricing there. Yep. You're doing, you know, seven-night cruise for thirteen ninety-nine. So that's starting price. So what we're talking about here is less than $200 a Correct. night to cruise for on everything. one of the Cunard ships and, do, and doing accommodation. a garden joint yep. journey as well. So wonderful way of doing Gee, it. That is great. Ask about that, the Cunard Gardening Voyage coming soon to Phil Hoffman Travel. I know people need to grab their diaries or just mark it on the calendars because you've got a very big day coming up on Sunday the 13th of October. Three weeks from today, 10am to 4pm at the Convention Centre. It is the big Phil Hoffman Travel Expo and this show will be there, which we're excited about. Uh, so I, when I got back and I was just checking on the expo and they said uh, you know, that we're going to be on, which I love because you know our audiences are listening and they come to the expo and all that, but they'll be able to see us in operation. But also what we're going to be doing, um, uh, Leith, uh, through your help, is we're going to be interviewing a lot of the uh, specialist operators that, that are going to be there, we'll pick three or four of them and just give them, you know, so many minutes to talk mm-hmm. about their product. So that, and then we're going to do some, uh, you know, podcasting and, and yep. videoing afterwards because, again, to know more about you know some of these destinations. But when you think that we're going to be doing, you know, guide to European River cruising, uh, touring is going to be covered, Canada, Alaska, Spain, Portugal, two of the hot destinations at the moment, Italy and France, Scandinavia, the Baltics and Iceland, the Greek. Ireland's Croatia. 
probably the hottest destination at the moment for people wanting to go, whether it's, you know, touring, whether it's yachting, whether yep. it's, you know, cruising, whatever, or a combination of those, especially adding Slovenia and other places as well. But also Japan. Can I tell you, Japan, if we put another 100 tours on in Japan, we'd sell out, yep. you know, and same with cruising. It's just very so. So we're going to be doing the Kimberleys. We're rail journeys of the world covering, you know, all over the world, including Australia, off the beaten track with places like Africa, Egypt, Morocco and South America. So we're going to be covering everything, luxury cruising, um, as well as all the other cruising that we do, such as, you know, close to home out of Adelaide, cruising the Med, cruising the Baltic and Iceland, cruising the Americas and South America, Hawaii, Panama. We'll cover across the world as far as cruising is concerned. And, uh, you know, we'll be there for six hours of uh, talking about. And what's great about it, we'll have all the 20 stroke 21 program so yep. for people planning this is the place to be uh, come along there talk to the experts hear some of the seminars go home and do your homework and we'll have some you know uh, expo specials for as far as it's concerned but it's all about planning mm. y- your next holiday and can i say and i'm not just saying this because you're here it's a fun afternoon. Oh, it's not absolutely. a hard sell. You're no. not smashed as you walk in the door. It's you walk around, you have a bite to eat, you watch a bit of entertainment, go and walk around and yeah. speak to the And it's at the convention centre. You yeah. can't get a better operation no. rule there. Um, Leith, we had a, an inquiry from on an email from a, a lady here, Liz, yep. who wanted to know about concerts anywhere in Europe with uh, Andrew Rao, concert tours. Uh, I don't, ha- don't have an instant answer for her, but I'm going to take it back to the office tomorrow, okay. get one of my staff to chase it, and then we'll contact... Liz and, and give her the full information but as Beautiful. I said I, I know there are some things coming up but I just can't remember the dates or the, the tours yep. but uh, certainly my staff will because when you're away you lose tap a little <laughs> bit for a couple of weeks but uh, and people but, want to see their Andre Rio they love yeah, Andre so. and, and I would love to see him in concert especially in Europe I'd love to yeah. see him you know I saw him but, at uh, Westlakes yeah so no looking, looking forward to it so it's a big week coming up yep. and I think the last one Lee we just were about running out of time was uh, something with um Discover Europe with Holland America on Thursday, the 26th of September. Another one. This is at Norwood at 6 o'clock. If you want to go and see some of the best cruising in itineraries in Europe, whether yep. it's the Med, whether it's the Baltic, whether it's a combination, mm-hmm. um, then Holland America uh, does it so well. And we do a lot of combination where we put the two itineraries together. So we'll have back-to-back itineraries giving you a combination. And I, in value-wise, I don't think you can beat them. Yep. And also the quality's there. So on Thursday the 26th at 6 o'clock. So next week's a big week. Yeah, Not only with that, week. and then the grand final as well. Oh boy. Alright. PHT.com.au slash events. Get on there. Find out exactly where the events are, what time and if you need to uh, register your details. The big day to remember though, Sunday the 13th of October. It's about, if I do the maths, I think it's three weeks from now. Maybe four weeks from now. Three weeks. Just the 13th of October, 10 till 4, Adelaide Convention Centre, free on the Sunday. We'll be there. We'll talk about it plenty before it comes up. Thank you for coming Please. in. Great to be back. Great to be back. Great to have you here.